You're listening to Here is the News, brought to you by Spotify. And now, live from 2095, here's Jet Bexer. folks welcome back to satellite 2 this is jet bexer for here is the news and here we are with episode 7 how about that pollux pollux is indifferent he doesn't care folks you'll have to bear with my voice and i have a timer set but <laughs> we might be going over because of my voice and i think the uh, eight and a half hours of being in a dust bowl on Saturday was not too good on my lungs or my voice. Oh my gosh, I think my voice is way off today. So let's get to it, right to the questions. We have been getting so many questions for this podcast. How about that from the audience participation? Okay, here's the first one. How's the recovery coming, Jet? Fine. Any other questions? I don't want to talk about that anymore, folks. Here's another question. Oh, here we go. Pollux, the big football fan that he is. Most people don't think that AI loves football, but you haven't met Pollux. He loves college football, even the NFL. And yes, the NFL got started. How about those Bucks? Baker Mayfield, the Bucks, they pulled off what they call an upset of the Vikings. But it didn't surprise me. They have a great coach. Of course they're one and know. Ah, the Cowboys, yeah, 40 nothing. They're playing the Giants, who cares? And look who lost, the Chiefs. The Lions beat the Chiefs. The Jets lost Aaron Rodgers on the fourth play of, from scrimmage that he played. He's out for the season with an Achilles. Now, our CEO knows all about Achilles and bone spurs and all that. He knows that's at least six weeks on a knee scooter, folks. At least six weeks. And you can forget about running. You can't even put pressure on that foot. So, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, hopefully he had other plans. <laughs> he is not playing for the rest of the season. But we're not here about to talk about the NFL, are we? What did I think? This is from the customers. This is from the audience. What did I think of Shadur, primetime, his, you know, Mr. Sanders' son, Shadur Sanders, what did I think of his latest performance? Latest performance? Let me get a sip of water because the dust is trying to come up my lung through, through my, yeah, the dust is coughing me up. Hang on. Okay. So what did I think of Shadur's latest performance? Now, Pollux, are, are you thinking, are they asking his performance on the field or in the press conference? Yeah, they won the game. You know, they were playing the vaunted Nebraska Cornhuskers, another doormat for the last, 
what, 20 years? Of course the Buffaloes won that game. But it's per his performance, Shadur's performance at the press conference that really stood out, folks. And after just one week ago of heaping praise on this kid, he's going to come out and use the R card. And what do I mean by the R card? The respect card. Now this might say it sound a little racist, but you know it's not just football players that use the the R card, the respect card. It's all sports. And uh, somebody, some people might say, and you know, some people say, well, it's always the black players that use the respect card. They don't like it when they're disrespected. Well, no. It's not just black players, it's all players. Respect is a big thing with athletes. Respect is a big thing with musicians, entertainers. But athletes, yeah, it's a big thing. And it's not just black people. So don't go down that road. We're not being racist here. But Shadur Sanders went down that road. The game was in Boulder. So before the game even started... There was some trash talking going on at the 50-yard line. Shadur Sanders took, ex took exception to the Cornhusker players and maybe even the coach, Matt Rule. They were standing on the 50-yard line, you know, just observing the workouts, you know, the stretching. and I, don't, I didn't see it, but apparently there was some trash talking. Maybe some words were said. But, you know, players are players. And you know Matt Rule, the coach, is not going to be in there exchanging words with players from the opposite team. That's just not going to happen. So I, I know what happened here. I used to be an athlete. It was just players jawing at the 50-yard line, trying to psych up, you know, and psych out the other team. So young Sanders, Mr. Shadur Sanders, this is not disrespectful. That's football. I'm sorry you got your feelings hurt, but maybe Pops... Coach Prime can explain it to you. And while we're on the subject, what is the definition of respect? The dictionary says, Respect is a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elicited by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. Now, when you listen to the press conferences later that day, or even before the game, from Coach Prime himself and Matt Rule, they had nothing but good things to say about the other coach, their abilities, their qualities, and their achievements. That, Mr. Shadur, is respect. Now they say, oh, wait a minute. Matt Rule disrespected us anyway. He made fun. He called out our documentary. Okay, let's talk about the documentary. Where, you know, all summer long... From the time Deion Sanders, that's the that's the timer, so I'm, I'm way over, but, you know, I get uh, extra time like in soccer because of my voice. <laughs> I have a coughing fit because of the eight and a half hours of dust. Yeah. Where was I? Oh, yeah. The Buffaloes had a documentary. You know, let's cover primetime and his, you know, his rebuilding of the Buffaloes program. So they asked Matt Rule about it not too long ago. And he said, that's fine if they want to do a documentary. But in my case, you know, I don't really allow cameras in the locker room. Folks, 
That's not a put down. That's not disrespect. That's a coaching decision. What's the question, Pollux? Am I white? <laughs> are you pink? You're going to be if you keep asking that question. Oh, what are you asking? People in 2095, if they're white, does that automatically make them racist? Uh, no. <laughs> that was the answer in 2023. 1923. The year 23. And here in 2095, yeah, if you're white, if you're still white, or if you're white, <laughs> are you still pink? If you're white, no, that does not automatically make you a racist. Next question. <laughs> next, next question. Boy, I need some water today. Still talking college football? I bet you women listening to this podcast right now are saying, okay, he's only going to talk about football. I think I'm going to turn this off and go, you know, skydiving. Skydiving? Okay. Not, all right. They probably watch, they'd probably rather watch paint dry than keep listening about football. But I'm sorry, ladies. It is college football season, and there is one other question from the audience about the Texas Longhorns. Oh, yes. They finally got past the Crimson Tide this weekend in Tuscaloosa. Well, I got news for you folks, especially Longhorn Nation. And our CEO does live in right there in the middle of Longhorn land, Austin, Texas, when he's in 2023, but usually he's up here. He likes the Nutri-Rays a lot more than I do. I had to quit. Anyway, yes, the Longhorns finally beat the Crimson Tide. That's their Super Bowl. That's their goal for the year is to win that big game. No matter what happens the rest of the season, it's like, well, we beat Alabama. Well, Longhorn fans, what have you done since 2005 when Vince Young single-handedly won you a national championship? He carried the entire Longhorn team, all of Longhorn Nation, on his shoulders in the Rose Bowl that year and won the national championship on his own. Let's be honest. Since then, yeah, the Longhorns have been a doormat. And let me just say this. UT, you're not the first doormat to beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Why? Louisiana Tech, where our CEO is an alumni, twice they have beaten Alabama in Tuscaloosa in 97 and again in 1999. So what? Yeah, so what? The tide could roll a joint right now. You just beat a pansy, UT. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, what happens to UT in 2095? Oh, that is a good question. Uh, yeah, I don't think UT fans want to know what happens to them in 2095 or even in the years following 2030. Yeah, Texas exes, talk about the bumper stickers around Austin. Yeah, when I first, not me, <clears throat> Texas exes. I have to consult the CEO on that. But something about uh, bumper stickers. Yeah, and it says, I'm a proud Texas ex. You know, our CEO told a, jo told a joke about this. He said, "I when I first moved, to, this is our CEO talking. When I first moved to Austin in 19, 1992, <clears throat> one more time for a neutral rate, I mean water break. 
This is going to be a long show. We were supposed to be seven and a half minutes on one side and seven and a half on the other. Well, I already know we're well over 10 minutes, but this is a good story. Yeah, when the CEO arrived in Austin in 1992, he kept seeing all these bumper stickers that said, I am a proud Texas X. Well, for one, I don't think in 2095, Texas X's could even spell C-I-C. Yeah, if they want to know, oh yeah, what's the joke about Texas? Well, that's, that's their way of saying alumni, big deal. The CEO just thought maybe, wow, there's a lot of dropouts that are really proud of it around this town. Anyway, yeah, 2095, yeah, CIC, brush up on your janitorial skills, UT students. May not be a bad idea. Okay, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You want to talk seriously about Longhorn football, here you go. Here's a sports take for you. A real, honest, genuine sports take on the Texas Longhorns. As everyone knows, everyone in their dog knows, they won the sweepstakes in the high school, you know, recruiting. And Arch Manning is now a Longhorn. He's like the nephew or son of one of the Manning guys. I don't know what he is, but he is the golden boy. The dude does not lose. He is good. And right now he's on the bench. Quinn Ewers is still their quarterback. Until he gets hit by a bus or loses some important game, uh, Arch Manning is waiting in the wings. When they got him to commit to UT, it was like, okay, give the Longhorns national championship trophies. And uh, they only have to play the games. Just give it to them. They've got Arch Manning. But yeah, they do have to play the games. But look, my prediction is the Longhorns, truthfully, will be a fixture in the top five for the next three to four years just because of Mr. Manning. And it, Sark is a good coach. He has been recruiting his tail off, and now he's probably got one of the best defenses in the country. We'll see. You know, Alabama's not a pushover. They're having an up and they're having some down years, but and their Heisman Trophy winner just got drafted. So yeah, they're having to start over with quarterback, and that is a tough position. It doesn't matter if you're playing for Alabama. And the other thought is Lincoln Riley, what he's doing at USC. He is the horse whisperer of QBs, folks. Talented football on both sides of the ball. So don't be surprised if you start seeing rematches of that 05 National Championship with Vince Young. That's right. Oh, yeah. By the, by the way, that game, the fumble late in that game that I was so incensed about for about 10 years, most likely was the right call and should have stayed with Texas as it did. It just wasn't the Trojans' night to win. Vince Young was the man that night, and the fans in Austin did deserve something, finally, to celebrate. They hadn't won anything since the 1960s, folks. So yeah, I think that rivalry, USC-Texas, could get very interesting in the coming seasons. And speaking of rivalries... Guess, guess what's coming back in 2024. No, <laughs> I'm not talking about a former president. <laughs> I'm talking about Aggies Longhorns, folks. 
Texas A&M and UT are renewing a, re renewing a centuries-old rivalry that should have never been paused. It was all for selfish, selfish financial reasons. Let's face the facts. It's finally coming back to, to the delight of football fans across Texas. It should have never ended. But it did for X amount of years. I don't know, 9, 10, 12 years. Put a page in the history, folks. A blurb, an asterisk, whatever. The rivalry heats up next season in 2024. And I still say, <laughs> I don't care. Go Bulldogs. And yes, we're talking about Louisiana Tech Bulldogs. What other Bulldogs are there? <laughs> okay, we do have an intermission. But we are having a world premiere, folks, from the Swifty herself, Taylor Swift. Who knew that she was going to drop a snippet, a preview, a tease of her next single right here on Here is the News. Can you believe it, folks? You've waited all year, folks. Here now on this podcast, the world premiere of a cover of Icelandic's very own Korashi. Miss Swift has done a cover of Stick 'em Up. And boy, talk about stealing my thunder. Stick 'em Up is going to be the foundation of, holy cow, the sequel to one of the greatest series no one's ever read. Yeah, Pollux, what, what year is this? Yeah, 2095. I have no idea what series we're talking about. Anyway, here is a, the world premiere, Stick 'em Up, Taylor's version. She made it her own, folks. Here it is. How about that, folks? I think she's changed her sound just a tad bit. <laughs> Don't you think so? Great stuff, Taylor. Expect that in her next stadium stop, fans. You Swifties. All right. Enough fun. Enough fun and games. <laughs> a quick shout out to potential sponsors, the creators of Audacity, Kensington Products, Logitech G, and the friendly folks at Blue Microphones, makers of my favorite Blue Yeti microphone right here. And oh yeah, Luberderm, Chapstick, ugh, anything that can combat eight and a half hours of Dust Bowl treachery bombardment of my lungs last Saturday. That's a joke. They're not sponsors yet. Actually, none of them are sponsors, but we're trying. And yeah, look at this, Pollux. Pollux is even Jet. Am I Jet? And look at this, Pollux. I know you don't care. But our CEO is delighted. Yeah, a special shout-out goes to Jethro Toll, a band that's still touring after 50-plus years. Hymn 43, one of their songs, one of their hits, 
well, not a big hit, from 1972, could very well be my ticket out of here to a new podcast. In fact, my new podcast started yesterday. So if this happens, if Jethro Tull gives their blessing, by golly, talking Jesus never rocks so much. Yes, we love hearing from Jethro Tull's reps in Hollywood. Yeah, that's where the music scene is. Not just movies. And we'll see if old Ian Anderson himself what has to say about our top-notch operation here. I just hope they don't tell me old Jet to go myself. All right. Yeah, we're, we got to wrap the show up because we went way over in the first first segment. So, yeah. Who, who wants to know about ginger ale? Do we even want to talk about this? How long have we been talking? One moment. Okay, the ginger ale thing just might have to wait till next time. I don't think it's been a high priority to give a history of ginger ale, specifically, particularly in Canada. Oh, Canada. Yeah, I think we're going to skip that one. What else can we talk about? We have, like, Pollux, you didn't even set the timer. Yeah. You're going to wake up pink, dude. That's enough. I've had it with you. He's leaving. He doesn't care. Yeah, the reason... Yeah, he already left, but... I'm by myself in this Studio 1A, and I'm like, well... The reason we're supposed to talk about ginger ale is because it's about detoxing for neutral rays. This is just a public service announcement, folks. If you're detoxing from neutral rays, if you're a neutral raysaholic, like I am, if you're reading on the internet... One of the things they tell you is to drink things such as ginger ale. That's why we're talking about it. Well, ginger ale is chock full of sugar. Unless you buy the diet kind. And let's face it, no one drinks the diet ginger ale. If they do, they have something wrong with their taste buds. But yeah, yeah, there was a, there was a, uh, yeah, there was a, lawsuit against Canada Dry and some guy argued that uh, you know they're labeling it wrong and saying they're putting real ginger in their ginger ale but it's not true is it and they argued in court with this one guy who had you know one lawyer and Canada Dry probably had a team of lawyers kind of like my ex-wife did during my 16 month divorce but listen to this they argued about Canada Dry labeling for 20 months. This one guy up in Canada says, yeah, the labeling's wrong. They don't real use real ginger. So <laughs> after 20 months, 20 months, Canada Dry finally admitted, yeah, we boil down our ginger in order to make the soft drink. Well, imagine that, folks. What a shock. But they refused to remove the labeling. How about that? They later did remove the labeling in U.S. markets to satisfy weirdos down here. <laughs> weirdos down in the U.S., not in Satellite 2. Let's be clear. The plaintiff in Canada received $1,500 in the settlement. Goody for him after 20 months. Guess what his lawyers got? For slaying the Canada Dry Dragon. 100000 so, 
if you are a recovering detoxer, here's some things that you might expect. First, yeah, water needs to be your go-to 99% of the time if you are a recovering Nutri-Raise addict, like myself. And I call myself a detoxer, but that's just me. Don't anyone else try to coin that phrase, I paid for it, I own it. <laughs> I'm just kidding, folks. And Pollock's left, but he still doesn't get that joke. AI is not what you think it is, people. Artificial intelligence, they might be good at snooker and things like that, but many other things just leave them stumped. And I don't know why. It's still, I mean, yeah, it's 2095. I mean, come on. Who knew AI could be so confused? Yeah, if he was here, he'd probably want to poke me again with his pool cue. Anyway, however, ginger ale, yeah, it's it's at the top of the list. They said, yeah, if you're recovering from some any type of an addiction, drink ginger ale. You'll love it. It'll be good for your throat. Uh, you won't have a craving for other things like Nutri-Rays. But this article that I wrote, that I wrote, that I read, suspiciously pointed me away from name brand ginger ales. And I'm going, aha, let me get some water. And when I read that, I said, okay, now we're getting to the point. They're just trying to plug for some, you know, like the beer, the craft beer. They're probably putting in a plug for craft ginger ale. And so I looked, so I just started looking at nutrition labels. Canada Dry is 22 grams of sugar per serving in their ginger ale. You start looking at other craft ginger ales. You say, oh, we've got real ginger in ours. Well, guess how much sugar is in those, folks? 33 or more. Yeah, so if you want to get some ginger ale, just say, oh, Canada. Canada Dry is the best, you know, period. And yeah... This is what you can expect, folks. This is what I was trying to make a point to earlier. If you're recovering from Nutri-Rays, aholics, aholic, Nutri-Rays addiction, you can expect to give up sugar, caffeine, chocolate, cherry coke, sex, any kind of Reese's peanut butter, footballs, uh, eggs, giant rabbits, pumpkins, Christmas trees, you name it. Yeah, they made everything. They'll make anything that has a shape. That would explain the slight bit of, bit of agitation in my voice. Pollux and CC2, that, you know, when that agitation comes. <laughs> That's another thing that confuses AI folks. They just can't seem to grasp agitation from, you know, recovering detoxers. But back to ginger ale. I know this is very interesting to everyone. Oh, CC2 has made an appearance. What are you doing in here? Ugh. Get out of here, you walking temptation from hell. Yeah, go down on, pixelate on somebody that, that cares. <laughs> okay, no more adult talk here. She looks great for a hologram, folks, but, but you know, it's, she gets so distorted when she gets excited, overly excited, you know, especially when we're watching football. And, you know, whether adult activities, but it, that's Jet's department, not mine. And here's the last thing. The show has gone way over like a hundred hours. 
What's the last thing? Pollux just showed up again. What are you doing in here? Oh, you want to play snooker? Yeah, I know I'm going to lose. What's the last thing? In with a joke about Jet and CC2's panties. Who the hell writes this stuff? Pollux, get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, she's a hologram, folks. The guys up here, yeah. CC2, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't touch those. You can't touch anything. She's a hologram. That's why temptation runs rampant up here on Satellite 2, folks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> You don't get to write any more jokes. <laughs> and poor Jet, yeah. He's got that blue sensation. <laughs> it's all CC2's fault. <laughs> ah, we got to get out of here. For Jet Bexer, I am Keith Arries. <laughs> Why am I here? Good day, folks. Here is the News is brought to you by our friends at Spotify. Hosted and produced by Keith R. Reese for Here is the News podcasting. With a music selection entitled Here is the News, written and composed by Jeff Lynn. Version provided by Music Score, courtesy and performed and arranged by Welsh artist Karen Mansfield. Thank you for listening. <laughs>